Hi everyone, David here from Project Daybreak together with Marijke. And now we, we're here in the Rock Temple, um, but it's not really rock that we're discussing today. We have Evergrey with us. I'm Rick, keyboard player of Evergrey. I'm Tom, keyboard player of Evergrey, sometimes. And Maxim, too. <laughs> now, um, yeah, you guys have been around for, for several, not, not yet decades, but uh, going to the, the 20 years, it's uh, 16, 17. I don't know, either. I mean, we started in 90, I mean, bands started in 95, so it's uh, 20 years. Almost 20 years, yeah. Okay. And how do you come up with the name? Actually, I was unemployed for three years, and those three years just passed by really quickly. And I didn't have anything to remember those years by, so it was like a grey zone for me. So that's when I figured it out. It's not a very happy name. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> so you decided, or the band decided together? I decided. None of that. He's the only one. I'm the only one left from that time. That time. Oh, okay. Because the other guys are 23 years. <laughs> yeah, I hear it. Um, you were a band. You go. Out each other. There was new bands, and then yeah, you were you were on the verge actually to to, uh, to make it at, at peace, you know, uh, to, to to quit everything. Uh, so it's several changes within the band, and now you're here with a new album. So quite remarkably, yes, yeah. it's, uh, it's it's been a lot of people passing through the everyway gates. Yes. <laughs> 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 Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Now, where did it all start for you as a musician? Did it start at a young age, or did you guys were like, you know, I'm 18, uh, I don't feel like going to work, uh, let's play music, yeah, that's one of my ambition, or...? Uh, well, we have to ask. Uh, for, for me, it's uh, been like, since we, we always had a piano at home, so I was there trying to play it since I can remember, since I could walk, probably, so... <laughs> So I've always been been playing. I think I had my first band when I was maybe ten years or something. That's so. very young <laughs> yeah. age. And for you? I was at a, I went to a Def Leppard concert when I was thirteen or fourteen, and I saw this line of girls wanting to get backstage, and I said. 
that's what I want to do. <laughs> and then I, then I bought a guitar. <laughs> and now girls are lining up to get backstage? Most, most guys, fat guys, oh, okay. sweat, fat sweaty guys lining so up. So wrong target, wrong, wrong public. I don't know what the hell went wrong with something. <laughs> Still remember the very first record you ever bought? Cassette, perhaps uh, CD, depending on. Uh, I guess the, age. the first. Yes, the first first record, or maybe some ABBA record or something. <laughs> but the first record that meant something was uh, Judas Priest, Point of Entry for me. And I was like, I don't know, eleven. And and he inspired you, or? It inspired me, yeah, of course, yeah. Then they started the whole uh, heavy rock era all my teenage years, just listening to new wave of British heavy metal, especially. I got uh, I got a single for from Queen called Radio Gaga, <laughs> and uh, that sort of sparked something in me, I think. And the performer within Freddie Mercury. Yeah, I guess. I don't know what it was. It was something that I, I didn't like the song particularly, but uh, but uh, I said like I like Freddie Mercury, I guess. But I like the guitar sound, I guess. I don't know what I liked. But it was it was like first you you started to get into the bands and listen to music, and then you started to play. Uh, at least for me, it was like that. And from the moment uh, you choose to be a musician, did your uh, parents support you? Fuck no. <laughs> no, my mom said, you need to get off that high horse of yours and fucking get a job. It's like, what? Really? So no. No. Now it's easier for me. For your yeah, it was easier for me now. Well, I, first I wanted to play the drums, but my older bro brother played the drums. And my parents didn't want two drummers. <laughs> Too much noise. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I started listening. I started listening to music. I started listening to Dire Straits, and that's what I was. I wanted to play the guitar like Mark Knopfler, and, and uh, I, I tried for a good while on my acoustic guitar. So, and then I got you know this Pink Floyd connection, and which is still there. Uh, both of them are. Uh, but then I get, I don't know, I don't, maybe it was that fucking Radio Gaga single that brought me from that. <laughs> but I, that was actually before I started listening to, to, to Die Straight, so it's, I don't know what happened. Then I heard Europe, I guess. The keyboard, you know. <laughs> so, I don't know. So. Is it now still a, a musician you, you look up to? Oh, yeah, all of them, yes. All of them. All, all of them that I would mention today are people that we look up to. Yeah, I mean, if we're not saying that we don't, we have to. I remember 
when when I started to listen to metal music, I mean, I I, adored, I thought they were gods, you know. Then I started to play, and after a couple of years, I thought, well, maybe they're not that good musicians. <laughs> <laughs> I can play this as well. Yeah. And then I got away from it for a while. I started to listen to more complex music, you know, challenging. But but then I got back to the roots and figured that it's not it's not all about skills. It's 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 more about passion and yeah. feeling, you know. So even I mean I, I like a lot of I like punk rock because the energy, you know, they can hardly play it sometimes, but, but it doesn't yeah, matter. It doesn't true. matter, you know, it's, it's, it's energy, it's feeling, so that's really important, I think. Except your own bands, do you have another band you say, that's the one I like, that's the one I want to listen to every day? <laughs> no, not, not one band every no. day, not for me anyway. No. Well, I mean, it's gonna be like that for if you, I mean, the bands that I have listened to for all of my life, that's the bands that gonna be there for them. If I had to bring one album to a desert island or whatever, it's gonna be either Pink Floyd, Iron Maiden, or Dire Straits. So it's, uh, if they have batteries on the desert island, if they have batteries on the desert island, yeah, I mean, count. <laughs> so much solar energy, in yeah, yeah. yeah, it's already it there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, until the batteries run out. Yeah. There's of course uh, a lot of uh, passing by in the group, uh, new group members. Um, now this time um, you've created a new album, uh, which is, uh, as you say, like a complete uh, revival of, of Evergreen. Um, is it because you guys now the group is more attached? Is it because you guys are, connect more? Or? Yeah, you could say that. I think it also is because of the fact that we have we know each other extremely well uh, and uh, have uh, with the years learned to respect yeah. each other's individuality yeah, exactly. within everybody and uh, but also learned how to respect everybody as an entity because everybody means a lot to a lot of people and it means a lot to us and we somehow along the way of business and travel forgot about the essence and um, started but that's of course what happens to a lot of bands yeah. um, it's the, the, the extra effort to keep things together that, that makes it uh, exceptional yeah. 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 you can even look at that as a marriage how many marriages yeah, and, uh, and yeah but you're married to five guys that you don't want to have sex with <laughs> it's a bit different that's a disadvantage <laughs> you just have the bullshit <laughs> and, and how did you two meet? me and him yeah uh, I don't know. I remember. 
<laughs> no, I think we uh, he auditioned for, for yeah, taking we, the keeper position. We had some one. some mutual friend that uh, I remember. He he called me and said, uh, "Hey, this band called Everyway. They they, uh, they need a keyboard player. Can can I give them your number?" And I said, "Sure." I never heard Everyway, but I said, "Sure, give them my number." <laughs> And then I auditioned, and then uh, after a while I joined. But didn't you, weren't you at one of our release parties? Yeah, but that was... Yeah, that's right. So I you did hear it. I did hear it, yeah, I've heard it. Ah, yeah, he's think, trying to uh, make us sound in... It's, it's the yeah. all yeah. all yeah. kicking yeah. in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, it comes that's with right. age. That's right. Age of 23. Yeah. Yes. But in, yeah. I was at the release party, but I didn't buy an album. <laughs> <laughs> prefer the most? Is it creating the songs, recording it in studio or definitely performing them on stage? All of it. Yeah. All of it? I think so. All of it. Yeah. If you're in a band you have to, you have to, I mean if you're a touring band maybe you can be a non-touring band, but if you're a touring band you yeah. have to like the, all those aspects of being on the road, playing, Because writing. if you don't this is a too tiring work. Yeah. I think I feel the best when I'm in the creative process and get to, you know, do my artistry and, and work there and, you know, creative brain. I think that's what I'm after. And what has been up to now the most embarrassing moment on stage? Very easy for me. Oh yeah? When your fucking keyboard detuned itself. Ah. So it started sounding like this. <laughs> So how, how the hell am I gonna sing to this? I was like looking at you like you did something wrong. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> horrible. horrible. It's more, more embarrassing for you. <laughs> because it was also a ballad that we were playing. Like, I'm sorry. It's like, and everybody was looked at me like, how the fuck are you singing? <laughs> Dude, you sound like shit. <laughs> But everything got well in the end. Or? No, no. <laughs> Hell no. Okay. It was horrible. From from start to end. From start to end. So it does uh, keyboard play. It's always well, keyboard play. Maybe more the keyboard than the player. Yeah, this, I said this time. <laughs> so for you, it's the same embarrassing moment. No, I just laughed. <laughs> but actually, I, I remember it was not with that great, but I played with uh, it was just, just me and a guy singing, and we played in the club, and it was a lot of people. 
and one of the songs I just rehearsed the day before we played, so I barely knew it. Yeah. And then when I played, and I started when I when you start to think it's not good, <laughs> and I was like, what is the next chord? What is the next chord? Maybe. The next chord is coming now. I don't know what it is. <laughs> and then. Instead of just stopping, trying, whatever, I just stopped. I just stopped and, and, and went to my uh, equipment and checked and pretended something was wrong with the equipment. That I do often. Yeah. I do that often. When, uh, the, when I forgot ly forget lyrics on stage, I always fuck around. Get in the fix and then I think, yeah. the fuck is the lyrics? I, I, don't, I don't think the crowd bought it though for me, but. <laughs> you know what I did? I did a show with Episode. I did a show with Episode, another band in, in Belgium somewhere. Uh, a big festival. And uh, we had never played together. And I, uh, so I didn't know the lyrics that well. So one song was fucking with me all the time. I couldn't, I couldn't get it right. So on stage, I, I realized, let's do this. So I had the lyrics here. And then I pretended I took a photo of the audience, <laughs> and I was reading the lyrics, <laughs> and everyone was like, yeah! <laughs> and I was like, smart. Now, if you look at uh, all international music venues, festivals, um, are there any stages you would like to perform on? You're like, that's our main goal, our main dream? No. Not, not really. No. Not really. I mean... They've done many of them. We did some uh, ice uh, uh, hockey stadiums in Sweden. We toured with the, the op Open for Whitesnake. Mm -hmm. And that was a dream come true because when you were a kid you went to a lot of concerts on those halls. On those arenas. On yeah. those arenas. So that was a real yeah, big thing. That was a dream come true. Yeah, it was. That was absolutely. a big X in the book. You know? yeah. A milestone for it. A milestone, yeah. But I mean, the, after that, I mean, we've done Sonic Sphere with, uh, and we've done. You know, Donington and all these. I mean, of course, you always want to play not necessarily bigger stages. It's countries more in my opinion. Uh, and, and which countries? A lot of countries that we have. We have not even touched the, the East Asia market or or um, a lot of countries in South America that we haven't been to. We've been to. We only been to Brazil, and Mexico. So, but we're going next year. So. If you check out your top three on your bucket list, you know, those 10 things to do before you die, what would be the top three? doesn't have necessarily to do with music, it can be personal, uh, bass jumping in the Grand Get Canyon, married. for example. Get married. Not with your band? I, I mean, I've, I've done my top three, and uh, I, I those great three. You know, get married, get a kid, release an album, release two albums, three albums, four albums, five albums, nine albums. <laughs> Uh, but then get a academic education is one. Release a book is one. What? And uh, get this fucking album out. It's the third. For your fans, where can they find you on the internet? Mail, husbands. <laughs> <laughs> they can find us uh, at evergrade.net. Facebook slash Evergreen, Twitter Evergreen Sweden, Instagram official Evergreen, 
it's easy to find us if you want to. If you want to. Yeah. <laughs> so we invite everyone, of course, to uh, like you guys on Facebook, follow you on Twitter, subscribe to your YouTube channel. Yeah. <laughs> you know what we did? We lost our Twitter account password. So we had all these several thousand of followers, and then we lost the, the password. So we contacted Twitter. And so it was too long ago since you made a post on Twitter, oh, so you, we can't retrieve your account. So now we have 48 Twitter followers. followers. <laughs> <laughs> <Big bad. laughs> now, uh, what can we still expect from you in uh, 2014, beginning of 2015? Hmm. Any concerts, gigs, uh, except for the album coming out? Yeah, I mean, we're, we're taking things uh, at our own pace now, because we want to see what the reaction is towards uh, the album. And the reaction towards the single and video has been tremendous, so hopefully that will follow for the album as well. And then we're going to make the right business decisions and we're going to select the gigs this year. Hell of a lot next year, but nothing is written in stone yet. So. Of course, thanks for making time for this interview. Thanks for having us. We'll see each other very, very soon, we hope, of course. And uh, the best of luck. Let's be out. Thank you, you too. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.